When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Mr. Bean, when in your relationships, are you friends first or you just go right for the pussy? Uh, hmm, I'd go for all the above. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are open talking about it all the time it's disgusting all right let's do this thing let's do it welcome to sex talk with my mom i'm cam poter and i'm karen lee poter my mother is a sex expert a cougar and the world's oldest living millennial my son he's a stand-up comic a mime and of course your buddhist clown we chat about sex twice a week on mondays and thursdays today's a monday welcome to the monday morning after show where we get to talk directly with you, our wonderful listeners, either on CastBox, that's the app where you can actually call in during this live cast or, or message in to us. Very fun. Uh, and on Thursdays, we talk, we talk with an, a guest. Last week, we talked with oh, Buck, man. Buck Angel. Buck Angel. Which one of our listeners, oh. said, Frank, said Buck Angel was beautiful and captivating start to finish. What a man. Oh, that was fucking awesome. That's called the man with a pussy. If anybody's interested in checking that one out, it's really, really good. I can't, I, I can't tell you enough that this is. These are such. It was good, moving. It, it was moving. It was funny. It was alarming at times. It was, it was innovative. What else? What, what other words would you describe? All right, at this point, you're just throwing out adjectives. Well, I keep thinking about it. The whole feeling of Buck Angel. He um, began his life as a biological woman. Removed the breast, did some hormone treatments, became trans completely into a man, except kept the pussy. Kept that pussy. Kept that pussy. All right. Let's, uh, if you want to hear that, go check that out. Yeah. Okay. So, Mother, let's let's get a little life update over here. Would you like to go first? No. Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah. Oh, Oh, I'm going to go first. Okay. Let's, uh, I'll, 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 I'll prompt you. I want to talk about the me. fact that your your grand my grandmother, your mom, you've successfully turned into a stoner. <laughs> I did, but it, I'm, I'm becoming unsuccessful about keeping her as a stoner. Why? So for for those of you who don't know, my mother has advanced Parkinson's disease, which gives you these movements, involuntary movements that are very uncomfortable. They're called it's called dyskinesia. And what happens is she moves around so much and it's very uncomfortable and at times painful. So we're trying anything to stop the dyskinesia and medications don't seem to be working. She's tried meditation. She's tried all these different ways of fixing this and she can't. So uh, there, there's been a little research online uh, that indicated that marijuana will help this. So I got her a vape pen, which go back and listen to a couple episodes before this where I went and got the vape pen because it's really funny. Um, the vape pen. At this point, we've recommended so many previous episodes. They're not going to be listening to this one by the time we're done with it. Well, anyway, she didn't really understand how to inhale. Okay. So 
she, I think she's finally got the hang of inhaling and told me yesterday when I called her, I said, how are you feeling? And she said, oh, before this, I might add, she was getting relief from, from smoking a, just a tiny hit of weed. Yeah. No, no more shakes. And she was, yeah, no, she, the dyskinesia would go away. It was like a miracle. So, uh, different, different family members disagree on whether or not she should be doing this. Uh, I am obviously promoting it. Not only promoting it, but often supplying it. And and often I am the sole supplier. (laughs) Well, anyway, because it's still like, it's, it's going to be legal in, in, in Illinois as of January, but right now it's not. Anyway, bottom line is she was doing pretty well with it. And then yesterday I called her up and I said, how you doing? And she said, not good. Now this is a prim and proper lady, by the way, she's 87. How you doing? I feel like shit. I go, why? Marijuana. I go, what happened? Uh, I don't like that feeling. I go, oh boy, she must have gotten stoned for the first time after doing it for a week straight. No, I think that she just got, she overdid it. Is she what just it sounds took like. Because uh, my brother said he was over there and she took a massive hit. Oh my God. And the God. whole room smelled, you know, blue. She blew out smoke like a dragon. Oh my God. And so she must have taken another massive hit and she said she could not walk at all. And now oh, mind wow. you, she can't really walk anyway, but she said she could not walk and didn't like this and she's done with the marijuana. So. I don't blame her. What? She this she and then she also said I can't handle these goddamn discon dyskinesia. So, so she had to get off the phone because she couldn't even handle how much she was shaking. Uh, so what do you mean you don't blame her? She was getting some relief from it. It just she just did a little too much. I just know the feeling of a bad trip, which I actually uh, had yesterday. Oh God! <laughs> so I can weigh in here on that one. Oh my God! I I, I had a bad trip too. Which you, which yesterday with you on, on Thursday night. Oh yeah, we also had a bad trip then. Yeah. Well, anyway, then? no, but it was a it, it was a a, a post traumatic stress syndrome trip. All right, you want to get into that? I don't know. Uh, we could start there, and, and we could transition into my all right. We're my gonna life st- we're gonna start. All right. Well, I I had a like good. I had a great tra- transcending experience with my favorite, the Ava brothers. The most therapeutic thing I could have done for myself <laughs> in the world. We, we were getting videos, and it looked like Mom was a back dancer. For David Brothers. Yeah. Okay. So for those like of you someone to rile who, up the crowd. who don't know by now, my favorite group, I shouldn't even say favorite group. I think I'm literally part of a cult. <laughs> the people that... Avid Nation. Avid Nation. To be specific. The people that like the Avid Brothers, are, uh, it, it's a gr- uh, two brothers. They, uh, two brothers and a beautiful cellist. <laughs> <laughs> I Cam, fucking love the cellist. His name is Joe Kwan. And anyway, the band is just... Actually, they had their sister playing, which they didn't even acknowledge, really. So I don't understand. Anyway, so... So, Ava Brothers and Sister. I really wanted to see the Rolling Stones. And of course, the same night as the Stones are here at the Rose Bowl in Los Angeles is the same night my favorite Ava Brothers are at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles. How is that possible? Here's what you need to know, though. We were in Chicago when the Rolling Stones were there. And we were just exhausted one of the nights that they were performing. So we decided not to go. My mother hears that. My mother says, oh, I don't really want to go anyway. It's such a schlep to get down there. It's at the Soldier Field. It's going to be a nightmare getting in. I did it for Grateful Dead. I will never do that again. It was a disaster. I'm not doing it. So I said, okay, let's not do this. Okay. So we don't get tickets. After the concert, she hears it was phenomenal. And for three months straight, I've heard on a daily basis how much she regrets not going to the fucking Rolling Stones. 
So they're coming to Los Angeles. Of course, they land on the same night as the Avid Brothers. Which I had bought tickets for like six months in advance because I was so freaking excited about the Avid Brothers at the Greek Theater, which is the most beautiful okay. venue. So she sells the tickets at the Greek Theater and goes to the one four hours away with my do- my sister. In Paso Robles, which is a beautiful, beautiful uh, the amphitheater, very small. Meanwhile, I get a text as literally as I'm giving my phone away at the silent retreat. <laughs> what was your text? My mother's saying... I got tickets to Rolling Stones. I want to take you. Yeah. Do you want to come? I said, okay, that sounds great. Yeah, I wanted you to know that that I I want it's a gift that I wanted to take you to say because I thought the Stones, you know, you you and I had seen the Stones years ago, and it was really really it was very sweet. And, Thank and you. I knew you would love it, but unfortunately, it, it, it's at the Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl, just for you. I looked this up later on. The Rose Bowl has over a hundred four thousand people it's even bigger than soldier field it's like double soldier field i think so you could imagine if it was challenging to get into soldier field well why are you skipping ahead i didn't even talk about the avid brothers i don't want to just just so you know the avid brothers Brothers probably was the most therapeutic thing i did for myself i went with my daughter we had just uh, we split a bottle of wine that that helped it turned out my seats were literally like neck. My seats were. I was standing next to the stage. I was. All, I was literally communicating with Scott Avid. It was a one-sided dialogue. It was that he said, "Thank you for coming to the show." And I said, "Did you say that to the whole audience?" No, or? just to me. I swear to you, just to me, uh, okay. because I was right next to him at this at this point with all the other groupies that are standing in the front row. Who you're now best friends with. Who I made friends with, and I think we will attend future concerts together. Oh, my God. They, they have a, we, we pull up in Paso Robles, to, to, and we see a restaurant said pre-Avid Brothers Party. And we went in, and I found more Avid fans. It was, like, unbelievable. Do you feel like a kinship with these fans? I feel like I'm part of some religious cult, but it's, thank God there's no religion involved. I was thinking about uh, our fans, actually. Uh, you guys are part of a religious cult. You're part of the religious cult. No, I I, I was thinking that we tr- we attract a specific type, judging by these messages that we get. Everything oh, they're extremely we... loving people. Yes, we love you. Whoever is listening right now, we love you so but much. But I, w- I was thinking about I was listening to t- tangentially speaking with Christopher Ryan. He attra- he'll play like messages from his fans. They all sound like him. They all sound like hippies who are like out in the wild listening to his podcast. I mean, they record where they are like listening to the podcast and they say, hey, I'm on the edge of a cliff. Just want to let <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about you and love the work that you're doing. Yeah, our and, fans are uh, not on the edge of I've a cliff. I've been smoking uh, <laughs> spiked nettle. <laughs> nettle leaves. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, let me just say the end of the Aver Brothers story was that... Can I... I loved it. Yeah, we know. What, what you, I loved it. We it got it, Mom. So You've been happy. talking about it for the first it was, 10 minutes of the fucking episode. It was a, such a small venue, and it was so intimate, and the music was so beautiful, and I was weeping at the end when they played a song called No Hard Feelings. They do it every night now, and it affected me so much because of my father's death. It was such a therapeutic environment. My daughter loved it. She had never seen them. It was such an incredible experience. It put me on a high like no drug could put me on, even yeah. though I probably was a little high, too. Anyway... <laughs> Then, conversely, we go to the Rose Bowl. A hundred percent, hundred percent different experience. (laughs) Let me just say, I will never, ever go to a large sporting arena again. Despite you paying out the ass for these tickets. And it has nothing to do with the money, okay? 
because I'm the money that went to the Avery Brothers was minimal. It just it, it's just unbelievable how horrible of an experience it was for me. I have post-traumatic stress we had, syndrome. We had to take every form of transportation. It to was get, planes, trains, and automobiles to get into the Rose Bowl. We literally took it, all those except the plane. And it, we walked. And so we, we walked. Had, I so think we walked. Okay. Trains, we automobiles, and walking. Two different subways. Then we were supposed to get to a shuttle. We get to the shuttle. And they said it's going to be a 45 to a minute to hour wait to get to the, uh, like, uh, what? It was a two mile rate, two yeah. mile wait. So we said, we'll just take an Uber. We take an Uber. We get in the Uber. We were in there for like, what, 20 minutes? And we had moved about a block. It was a nightmare. And, it, and the guy was not particularly good at it. Some and, of these Uber so, drivers are really great at it. By the way, we could have walked the whole fucking thing. I know we did because we ended up walking the whole fucking thing. <laughs> so then Cam's like, we better walk. So we started walking. We we walked for miles. My feet were killing me. And I knew I'm going to be standing for two and a half hours after that. No, you were if sitting we, for most of it. I was not sitting. What are you talking about? We couldn't sit. You have to stand. What are you talking about? You definitely were sitting for like a lot of, the, at least half the concert. Okay. We also had weed that didn't work. That was <laughs> another problem. No alcohol. We get there. And I thought I read online you can bring a small purse. I just didn't measure my purse. I'm my, I, I, we get in a line. Oh, I forgot about this situation. It's for the no situation. purse only line because the other one is around the the place. And you know, two hours later, you'd get it up to the <laughs> maybe maybe close to the front of where you're entering, and then you have to check your purse. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm getting in the 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 no purse line, and we get up to the front. Well, I love that you tell me. Oh yeah, you can bring anything in that's under four by six. Yeah. You read this online prior, and then you brought something way larger than four by six. I didn't measure it. And, My, and, and, and you're going, it, no, this is four by six. One, <laughs> and you're like, one, two, three, four, five, six. And you're like moving your hand through. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, we get up to the front there finally. The concert's about to start. And the guy looks at me. He's like, that? purse can't fit in your palm of your hand and i said oh i'm gonna have an anxiety attack this is what i said to him i'm gonna have an anxiety attack my father just passed away last week please let me in with the purse and i'm at this point through the gates you're already in you don't give a shit and then you see me struggling over there and i'm thinking i'm i'm not i'm not checking my purse i had already taken everything out of my purse out and shoved it in my pocket you would have had to stay in another two-hour line it would another two-hour line to get to where you can check your purse so basically you'd miss the entire concert waiting to check your purse and then waiting another two hours to get your purse back i'm telling my heart was racing i was at a point where i was like i'm just leaving and then cam somehow what did you do i talked to the manager the manager of the the TSA or whatever the fuck they had at, at the entry. It's not TSA. It was a fucking... At that point, we were traveling so much, it might as well have been TSA. I basically was like, I use your line. I said, you got to help me out here. Her father just died. You got to let her in. And uh, he did. It was a miracle. He Before he even has a chance to say yes, I've already pushed all my shit through and I grabbed <laughs> it all and started walking. I was not about to take any... Oh, There's no God. questioning. Just move. It was a five, four, three, two, one. Move through. We get in there. The concert was pretty good. It was it was a fun concert, I guess. It was fun, but you the you whole were turned concert, off by the whole fucking the whole concert. Thing I'm point. thinking now we got to get out of here. How are we going to get the fuck out? I know it's going to be another ordeal. <laughs> we got to leave, and you're like, I'm not leaving. I I I'm staying till the very last song. I'm like, we got to fucking. Do you, I don't remember what the last song was. was I was so anxious. Can't get no. That was the last song. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Anyway. Suffice it to say, it was. I, I'm still. I'm still stressed. I will never go back to. I'm. I'm making a declaration, and I hope oh, all, all the fans hold me to this declaration of independence. I don't care if Bruce Springsteen. If I'm in the front row for Bruce Whoa. Springsteen, 
all right, maybe if I'm in the front row for, for Bruce Springsteen, I will go. But other than that, no. it may be front row for the Ava Brothers. No, 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 I won't go. No. You've already done that. Been there, done that. Yeah. All right. So I'm sure that that was an exciting story for all. Just let it be known that if your gut feeling tells you not to do something, remember to listen to it. Should we take a quick minute to, to chat with our, our fans? Yes. Uh, and, and just check in with them about all this shit? Yeah, we'd like to hear what you guys have to say about large sporting arenas to see concerts. Yeah, I mean, we did get a ton. Of, there have been, there's been quite a, a bit of uh, discussion. Uh, Mr. Bean said edibles are the bomb. <laughs> uh we got him also saying uh, he kept calling us casturbators. We're all casturbators. And he also said, "What kind of vape pen? I don't. I. I. I don't know what the hell. I. We. I, I'm gonna. Get, I'm gonna get to uh, the more vape coher- pen wasn't working. Coherent uh, text that we received over the past couple uh, weeks. Okay, let's hear some coherent. So text. someone said, uh, "This is pretty wild." Abby says, OMG, I was just in the hospital today because I thought I was having a heart attack at 42, and it turns out it was anxiety attacks that I've been having, and I noticed that you all didn't go do a Thursday show, so I was worried about your dad slash grandpa, and I was hoping that wasn't why. I'm so incredibly sorry for your loss. So apparently the day that my grandpa died, you... you She had an anxiety attack and ended up in the hospital. Unbelievable. I do believe that even though we may have not, not... personally met you in, in person abby i do believe that there's some uh, karma psychic connection that we have with certain people and and that absolutely could have happened and i'm uh, i'm sorry that we caused an anxiety yeah. attack that landed you in the hospital but people know i mean i know friends of mine too that have, have had such severe pains in their chest oh isn't that wild that they feel like they're having an anxiety attack when it could also like be heartburn dies or something they, they feel the pain wherever they, yes like, remember we were just talking to someone that was saying that yeah they can feel the pain and someone told me yesterday they, they felt the pain so badly with their mother and that when the person died they felt a lifting really a, a absolutely a lifting whoa yeah dennis told me that okay <laughs> sharing all the all the neighbor secrets, okay. Um, <laughs> it, uh, someone else said, thank you for exploring Cam's experiences at the meditate. Oh, this is patron Rick. Love patron Rick. Thank you for exploring Cam's experiences at the meditation retreat. His comments in the latest episode about feeling more after a few days of meditation was unforgettable. Many of us would be more satisfied with our current partner, job, or bodies if we experienced more positive sensations by just existing. I'll reactivate my patronage soon. Sorry for your recent loss. Oh, patron wow. Rick. Thank you, Thank Patron, you, patron Rick. Rick. You love that because Patron Rick uh, Patron Rick and I have a bond. <laughs> he validates me. Yeah. yeah, he does. And I'm gl- yeah, I'm glad that because it was a little bit of a freaky episode when I was talking about my meditation retreat. I was clearly still high from it. Yeah, Cam comes off the meditation retreats. I'm not sure if you're high from it or because you had no sleep, you enter an altered state. I'm beginning to think it has something to do with the yeah, lack of sleep. possible. Lack of sleep. No, but for days on... Causes you to be euphoric. For days on end? I don't think so. It's a combo, maybe. No, I, don't. May, I mean, maybe lack of sleep. Make, but usually lack of sleep makes me very grouchy. That's true. You're really a, a pistol. Speaking of pistols, we got another email from talking from someone talking about you as a as a little pissy. This one says, "Well, I've been listening to for a while and today I listened to the one Cam came back from the retreat. He was acting so blissful and not getting all pissy. Love it all." <laughs> you think I'm typically pissy? I didn't say that. I'm just saying that yeah, was pretty Yeah, so that's exactly what it sounds like from everyone who's participating in this conversation right now. What the, what about the other uh, one about me being a badass? 
sex positive mama. Uh, I oh she she continued on with that. Yeah. She said uh, you forgot to mention that. <laughs> what? She, go back. Go back. All right. Go back. She says I, I, I'm learning how to be confident because you're someone uh, I can identify with. I'm 42 and I prefer about 10 to 15 years younger guys. So Woo-hoo! I know what I want. Thank you and bless you for be, just being a badass sex positive mom. I love this girl. Oh, we didn't God. get her name, but I, I, I love her. Yeah, you, you should ask the name, mother. Get the name. A fellow cougar. See, Mr. Bean says Cam is not pissy at all. Thank Who's, you, Mr. Bean. This this is it, Mr. Bean. This is why we have you on the show. This he, is why we get along so well. Are you saying you never get pissy at me, ever? I, I don't think I've ever gotten pissy at you. Oh, my God. You were actually... I have to say, during this whole like uh, Rolling Stones fiasco, you were very calm. In a, in a state of emergency, I'm extremely calm. Yeah, except that you usually, if it's a flare fight, you told me literally because they have these these <laughs> these barbed wire fences that are all around you, like it's you're walking into the Holocaust. You're, you literally, okay. you told me that if need be, you would have leaped over these fences and leave me there. You told me this. I would never have left you. I would have hauled your ass over that thing. You would have hauled me over these fences. <laughs> I would have hauled your fucking... I would have launched you. Yeah, but basically, in times of crisis, I'm, I'm very calm. And in times of non-crisis, I'm, as Mr. Bean says, more eccentric. Oh, that's good. Here's somebody who says, love you guys. Both my sister and I talk about how funny you guys are. You're you're both so relatable in such different ways. Oh, I think that's you. the key. Damara Apple, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Thank you. And it's if you guys sweet. if you guys like us, love us, hate us, well no, if you hate us, don't don't do this. But uh, leave an iTunes review. That would be great. That would be very helpful. Okay, so uh, oh, by the way, I want to give a shout out to all our new patrons. Yeah, we got some new patrons. We're almost at 50, and you know what happens at 50 patrons. And at 50 patrons, we're going to do a live show at a cannabis uh spot isn't that gonna be crazy At and we're Cannes gonna be cannabis headquarters in, in we're ingesting some form of cannabis we're not sure w- how it's gonna go down because i know a lot of people have edibles i don't know if it's at cans headquarters they're gonna be cans oh, i may have to, I, I may have to smoke something no it's it's a drinking th- you drink it it's very light it's not a, it's a, i know but the that kind of stuff the edibles don't do so well with it's me. not edible it's a drink Oh, you're not eating it. Excuse me, Mr. Marijuana, marijuana Authority. Yeah, I'm a fucking authority at this point. All right. Okay, so I, thank you, I, wanted, to, I wanted to thank for our new patrons, our new members of the family, Woo-hoo! who will soon be getting the Buck Angel special, which I will be putting out later today. Wait, can you explain what patron is? Because I don't think people understand. It's a place it. where you can join our family and by spending a few dollars, you can pay your way into our family and you'll get free bonus, not free, because obviously you're paying. You're going to get bonus content that is exclusive to the, our little family. Right. And there's it's, different it's tiers like that you can join. like a whole other podcast called Sex Talk with My Patrons. And beyond that, we write handwritten thank you notes at certain levels. We'll send you we stickers. Send stickers. So don't do the $3. We the $3 talk. is just the basic package, but <laughs> go, go further up the ladder that, that would be better. So a special thank you to Remy, who went way further up the ladder. Thank you, Remy. Abby, Monte, and Andrew. Thank you all. Thank that you all. That was very sweet thank of you Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. And it's going to be worth it when you get, the, get to the episode where we are on a higher note than we are now. 
Okay, so I would like to... Uh, that's what Billy... Billy, that's what Patreon is. So we're getting some questions here on Instagram about Patreon and w- whether or not cannabis is weed. Yes, cannabis is weed. Okay. Oh, boy. I hope these people are 18 and older. Okay. Um, even if they're not, they should know what cannabis yeah, is. Yeah, good, good point, Mood. I'd like to take a quick second to thank our sponsor, Manscaped. I like to say that unshaved balls are a thing of the past. Oh. And that it is really gross when you are going down on your man and then you pull out like a pubic hair. I want to vomit. It's like dental floss. Mom. It's disgusting. Stop. We need to get Manscaped. Manscaped is number one in men's below the belt grooming. They offer precision engineered tools for you and your man's family jewels. I've been using it actually to trim my nuts. And uh, obviously, (laughs) obviously I like it because I'm just not using the same trimmer as I am on my face, which is very hygienic. That makes a lot of sense, though. If you think about it, you got sweaty balls. You want that stuff on your face? It's disgusting. Speaking of sweaty balls, they have this thing called the Crop Preserver, which is a anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You need to use that. It smells delicious. I know. It smells delicious? It really does, yeah. Okay, then. So if you're trying to get some grooming supplies for your balls or your man's balls, get 20% off and free shipping with the code MOMTALK, M-O-M-T-A-L-K, MOMTALK, that's one word, at manscaped.com. You help us out but when you use our code. You also get 20% off and free shipping. How do you like that, Moot? Number one, grooming for males. All right, so I wanted to describe a few uh, feelings recently. I'd like to hear. My update. Uh, So I've come off working for the family, a.k.a. being home and taking care of dying relatives. Um, I've returned to (laughs) Los Angeles. It's a nice way of putting it. Dying relatives. Working for them. Working for the dying relatives. What (laughs) are you saying? It was my pleasure to be there. Can you come out and speak English? What the hell are you saying? I was taking care of my dying grandpa. Got it. For a while. And you took care of your... your and my, and my, my ailing mother. Yeah. Mother? Yeah. What was I doing? You were taking care of your grandpa, my grandpa as well. And what about your grandmother? I was, she just needed anyone to take care of her. She's, she's a little bird. She's got weed. She's and got weed. So I'm <laughs> back in LA. She's got weed. I'm putting together the fuck den, which is my new apartment, which is laid dormant, lie dormant, lane dormant. Can you for describe a long time. your fuck den? Because I don't really think it's called a fuck den when you have like a whole area for meditating. That's not fucking. <laughs> Are you going to, is it going to be a dual? Is that why you want that mat? It's for like sport? No, I'm not going to be fucking on my tatami mats. It is for meant for sports though. I'm getting it from a dojo. Oh my God. So I, I've decided, I know a lot of you guys have been trying to give me advice on how to create my fuck den, which is my <laughs> new studio apartment. Um, and what you missed that I think I will be implementing is a, a whole side of it I'll be dedicating to a meditation slash yoga area. And I'll be... Slash fucking area. Listen, if fucking takes place on the dojo mat, that's fine. I just I don't want any any of the pillows to get splooged on. <laughs> you can put that that fuck blanket on there. Yeah, I do. I know. I just found that fuck blanket recently. Um. Anyway, so I I have a meeting with someone today actually to find the uh the the tatami mats. You know what tatami mats are? No. In in Japan, you know, you enter those like Korean or obviously the Japanese tea houses. <laughs> yes. 
and and they have like uh spongy, like these, spongy mats. It's like a spongy like straw mat, basically. Yeah, I thought they were bamboo, and that didn't it look looks kind of like that. Yeah, so that's gonna go on my floor. <laughs> and I'm gonna put a little tea, a whole tea tray on there. Oh, I already got the pillows. That is not. I'm a fucking fu- excited. I got. I'm gonna make a little altar that I can like meditate next to. How is that put a some fuck crystals then? and shit? That's not a fuck then. That's some sort of Buddhist den. Yeah, a little Buddhist den. Well, it's not a fuck then. You could fuck the Buddha. Okay. Anyway, By the way, is it true that Buddhists don't fuck? Uh, the the monastics yeah. are not fucking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Megan says she loves it. So, Megan, you want to go to Cam's fuck then? Yeah. And Mr. Bean says for fifty dollars, can I wear, can I wear my edible underwear? Yes, what? you can wear your edible under your own edible underwear. <laughs> okay. It, it, and Lisa says, don't you triple wrap? You shouldn't be spraying everywhere. Triple wrap, yeah. You know what? That's true. What do you? Where are you spraying when you are probably wearing if three I, condoms? If if I'm not fucking, I'm not usually wearing a condom. That, but you're concerned about spooging. Yeah, I. She's saying, aren't you a, triple a, a, wrapping? Someone bats an eyelash. I get to splooge. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm putting together the fuck den, and you know, okay. So here's something that I learned. What? I should not be allowed in public. Okay, it was a perfect storm. First of all, I'm extremely lonely now that I'm back here. And most of my friends are actually traveling right now. You're lonely? I'm lonely. Mm. Yeah. I, I get lonely here too. You have D's. He's never around either. So it's, it's a long, it's, I, I think you have to be happy being alone. I think, I, I, so I've been wondering, especially after this meditation retreat, whether, is it that I just don't want to be alone or do I really want someone in my life? Okay, good question. What's the What's the answer to that question? I'm supposed to answer that for you. What's the answer for you? Me? Yeah. Do you really want these in your life, or <laughs> do you just not want to be alone? <laughs> what kind of statement is that? That's I've been a with question. You Eleven years. You think if I didn't want him in my life, he'd be out of my life? I don't trust know. Me. I think a lot of times people will preoccupy themselves by just putting people, other people, in the in your life. Well, I can. I can honestly say I want D's in my life. If D's was not in my life, I'd be very lonely. I, I love D's. Aww. Aww. But uh, what, what does that have to do with you? So I, I don't know if it's... It, it, it might just be that I have a lot of time to be alone and reflect on myself. And, and if I'm not like in a state of meditation, uh, it, it it's a, a just uncomfortable feeling. And I'm wondering, is that biological? That we're just pre-wired to, to want to to be with other people that's that's kind of what gets us to procreate or is it societal pressures that you should be with somebody else a lot of people feel like they no, they, they shouldn't I don't be really alone give a fuck all my friends are about to be married and i am still looking for a gf and you're looking for a girlfriend yeah you ready yeah and then i think about it and oh, then i'm like here well, we go what am I gonna st- I, 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 i'm just gonna bicker all the time why would you? Because I bicker. That means that you're going to bicker. I I was talking about this with my friends the other night. I bickered with they their are father such a too. Sweet, I know they're this couple, such a sweet couple. It turns out they bicker when they're in private. What the fuck? Bickering is good. It's airing feelings. I have no desire to, to go down that path and fighting with the bickering. You, I, you I, all I mean, that time you thought no bickering was going on and it was just me and D's. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I bickered with your dad. They used to call us the Bickersons. I knew you bicker with my dad. I was. I think aware, I'm the I was, I'm the common denominator of bickering and death. 
I'm also the common denominator of death, considering two people asked me to marry them, and both people, actually two out of three people asked me to marry them. Jesus Christ. And two are dead. Oh, which my doesn't, God. If Dee's dies, I should be done with anybody in my life, okay? <laughs> Do not get involved with me. I'm like the black fucking widow. Anyway, so... We- so you are still debating whether or not you're lonely because you don't have someone, or whether or not you're lonely because... My fr- all my friends, Your are out friends of town. happen to be out of town and you're just transitioning back from Chicago yeah. to LA I think and trying to make the, a life for yourself again. It's all about all those things. I think it's mostly that because you were so busy before going to comedy shows and doing and doing your own stand-ups and your own little well, hundred days of play that. and all this other shit that you're doing. Yeah, I'm still doing that. Yeah. If you well, guys haven't seen Cam's Instagram, it's pretty funny. Go back and watch all single the cam comedy. Single cam comedy. He does single cam comedy. Maybe yeah. I've maybe I'm like it's a self fulfilling prophecy by calling myself single cam comedy. There you like go. I will remain single. So maybe you should just say confident cam comedy. Well, I want to describe two experiences I had recently. Okay, Number one it. was last night, which was the bad trip. You had a bad trip. Well, basically, I had spent the entire day cleaning out my fuck den, putting shit away, and then I went to this cannabis, like. How it's like a pop-up cannabis shop in Venice, okay? And it was I was watching a web series with, with uh, and I found out I discovered someone I had taken a class with, cute girl is in this web series. Oh, and she turned out she was at the the screening. Oh, so I went up to her afterwards. At this point, I'd been drinking. So my friend is the one that started this cannabis yeah weed company called Can. So I was drinking weed and. Uh, I got high it, unexpectedly. Why unexpectedly? Because it's supposed to be very weed. low dose, okay? But but you already said that you got high when you did it the first time. And it was... I just... The, I did, but I did it with you at the Rolling Stones. I didn't feel shit. That's because we were under... Uh, duress? Duress. We were, we were at a, in a war zone, okay? We were trying... To, we we're just trying to get through. So I thought I was going to be nothing. So I go up to her afterwards and I don't know why. I felt like I was so in my head, like... I was like reeking of this desperation of like, uh, like oh, I I didn't even want to I, I don't want to make her I don't I don't want to go out with her I don't want anything but just me talking to a woman it was just so awkward and I don't know if it was because of the weed but I was it was hot in there I was sweating my fucking <laughs> shit off I, I was clear and, and I don't know why I directed the conversation to talking about her boyfriend that I knew or now I guess ex boyfriends you. This is how you are hitting on a girl by talking about I her wasn't hitting on her. I was just trying to have a normal conversation with her, but I was high and I was sweating and I'm asking about the ex-boyfriend and she keeps saying she's broken up with him and I keep asking about how he's doing. Why? I, I was just, it was a bad... And, I, and then it turns out, I think she was describing the wrong guy because I don't remember oh that guy. Oh my God. Why? Are, first of all, that, that should not be part of your game. It, talking about ex-boyfriend. Game. I wasn't spitting game. It was... That's a lie. Yeah, it was just a fucking. It it's was a not, lie. You said cute girl. She seen happens to be cute. I wasn't she in trying your class. to. She was in the video. No, I wasn't trying to hit on her. I swear to God. Okay, but why did you just find the need to go up to her in because the first place? Because I wanted to say hi to her and talk about ex boyfriends. I thought I knew her ex boyfriend. Anyway, you need to come up with better conversation I, topics. I left feeling so shitty. I don't blame you for like. What, what kind of comments are those? Let's talk about your exes. I I, I was why. Th- why? Nobody, even if you're talking, no one wants to talk about. Ex- Why don't you ask me about my ex boyfriends? You know? She said she had been hanging out with him that day, so they're still friends. Why are you bringing anybody else up? Why don't you talk about like what? Are because your it was part of our connection. We, your that connection we both knew is- this guy. 
and then it turns out I didn't really know him and she was no longer with him. Oh, fuck. so really no reason to talk about it. Uh, that was a high moment. It was a it was a high moment. I was sweating my f- you should have seen how ner- I, Why it was were you a, such sweating? a bad situation. I, that's why I don't like edibles or liquids. I like uh, to know if you take one hit how it's going to be. If you like it, it's good. If you don't like it, then you stop doing it. That's what my mother should learn. Well, you the, need to learn you too. You were the one that suggested to do the patron the patron bonus episode where we get high on edibles. Oh no, we're not. Well, yes, you said I, that. I agree, but I think I'm switching the edible part to just the weed part. We're just, gonna drink one of those cans. No, right? I don't like to drink. You just said you had a bad experience with that. Don't worry, don't oh, worry. It'll be fine. Mister Mister Bean says, "Cause I got high." <laughs> okay, here's the other situation I get, that I found can myself I get, in. Like, what? I would like to listener input on this. Uh, what do you think about Cam's game right now? Does he well, need wait, to come up wait. with a new plan? Can I can I add a, another another story. A data point? I'm scared. What? Okay, so I was at. God, I'm not pleased with this either. I was at a <laughs> a, a, a stand up show the other night. Yes. At UCB. Oh. I'm seeing some of my favorite stand-ups there. Like, you know, I love this weird avant-garde, you know, weird shit stand-up that you don't like. I hate that shit. It's, you mean I the, what, love What's his it. name? Andy Kaufman-esque That type, type of thing? shit, oh, yes. And they're basically just a bunch of socially awkward people doing stand-up. What does it say about people that like to watch socially awkward people They have doing great stand-up. sense of humor is what it fucking says. Okay. So I go to this show. I'm sitting in the back and... About five minutes in, this girl comes and stands up in the row right next to me in front of me. Okay? Beautiful girl. And I'm listening to her laugh. We have the same sense of humor. Oh, yeah. She's laughing at... She's laughing. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because she's laughing. It was great. Oh, my God. I don't know. I'm I, falling I, in love. I, I, oh, God. Here we go. So she walks out. Is this right after your experience at the Spirit, at Spirit, Spirit Rock? Rock? Uh yeah, so I'm in a very uh, not not that much, but I'm I'm very in touch with my my heart space, if you will. Okay. <laughs> my heart center, my your, heart chakra. Your heart chakra was was beating rapidly when you saw this girl. Yes. Okay. She walks out. I walk out behind her. I'm getting better at this. Okay. Good. You know, I'm I'm not sitting on my laurels. You're not doing a, the the James Blunt experience. Right. Okay. So she walks out. I walk out behind her. I'm gonna say something. Suddenly, she sits down. On the ground? On a bench. I did. I don't know where the bench even came from. I didn't think fast enough. I just kept walking. What? I, Why didn't you sit down next to her on the bench? I should have sat down. You should have sat down and pretend like you needed to get something out of your pocket. or your, or your I, it, Literally anything. I could have sat down and said, hi, you make my heart swell. I could have said fucking no. whatever. You I love your, your sense swell? of humor. Yeah, I, I should have said it. I did. I, instead, I just kept walking. Oh, there's a line behind me. I needed to keep going. So you did I, have a James Blunt moment. So I walked outside and then I was like, well, fuck this shit. I can't walk back in there and sit down next to her. How awkward would that be? I'm going to come out, go out and then come back in. Everyone's you exiting could have, the theater. You could have done no, that. No, 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 no. So, so what did anyway, you do? Just, I, just I, wait outside? I, I, start, I walk like a few feet away. I start Typing into my phone, this the, actually typing into these phone, my phone, these feelings because I'm like, well, I gotta use this for something. Maybe this is stand-up material in the future. Oh. So, and then I keep walking. She's clearly not coming out. I keep walking. It's awkward, and I just stay for like 15 minutes. I oh. stand there waiting. waiting for waiting. She never came out. She just didn't come my direction. You saw her go on a different direction. So then I walk back to the theater. Oh my god. 
did you go? You're like stalking. So I walked back to the you theater were to see her. if she. I was that stalking. I'm just. Yeah, I was stalking. <laughs> it was a full blown stalk. <laughs> but the only people that were outside were the socially awkward comics that I fucking love. Two the two. Oh God. <laughs> my two favorite ones. So I just start. I start talking to them. Oh. And they go, man. "What are you doing here?" And I go, "Stalking." Basically, I said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm stalking." And they understood. Of course, I, I told they them did. the whole situation. Oh God. So I, you know, I got friendly with them. I was already friends with them, but they are so awkward. I can't even tell you how. I mean, if I felt awkward in the fucking with the with the at the the weed house with that girl, that you couldn't even imagine the awkwardness that I was feeling with this one of these guys. Oh my God. Well, well, give me an example. Like even the handshake, even going in for a simple handshake was awkward as fuck. Well, it turned into like a hug slash handshake type of thing. I don't even know what it was. I don't. And then I'm introducing myself. He's like, "Yeah, I know you." I'm like, "Okay, come on." I, <laughs> what do you expect? These these guys are freaking weird. Yeah, they're weirdos, and you love weirdos. Yeah, I do. And, and this they girl, they are both single, by the way, and older than me. I and I'm thinking to myself, this is what this I'm going to fucking. You've seen the I, future. I'm seeing the future right now. It's sitting outside of this comedy venue where puke girls were just at, and it's being just talking awkwardly with another social awkward guy. You're not socially awkward. You're very actually socially skilled. That's what everybody says. I don't understand why you end up being attracted to socially awkward. I don't know. I guess I see and, myself. And I don't them. even understand how you see yourself that way when you know that people love you. Look at all these Thank wonderful you. messages you get. I know. Getting. It is very sweet. It's very sweet. Well, I would like to get help for you. So, would somebody call <laughs> call in and help him with this? this get some help for you, get, we for Christ's sake. What's going on here? you you got to do the 54321 and act. I, I was going to act. It was just that she sat down unexpectedly. There was, perfect, there was a perfect opportunity. Sitting down is the most easiest way. I didn't know where the bench even came from what do you think it just magically appeared what are you, you better stop doing all these weird meditation things I, I, maybe you're becoming and you're a continually altered state you don't even understand like physics mr bean do you have uh you have any words of wisdom over here if anyone else wants to call in give us a call on Castbox. we're gonna this is frightening we're gonna loop you in yeah we're, we're he's looping. here let's he's talk here. Mr. Bean, you're on the show. Oh, I got it. Hey, it's loop time. What's up, kids? Sorry hey, for the loop time. What have you been in these situations before? What kind of situations? The, the, the situations we've just been describing, where you know, you, you see someone beautiful, and then you just you waltz on past them. Uh, Paul. Yeah, here and there, once or twice. Are, yeah. are you pretty? When you see someone that you're interested in, you can, you just go for it. Uh, sometimes I, uh, step back and just, uh, kind of evaluate, but then again, uh, this type of world we're living in now, it's easier to just, uh, react and everything. Oh, so he should have gone up and said something like so anything. You're not giving me any excuse over yours. Yeah. You uh, would have said something about pop rocks up your ass or something, right? No. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, kind of, I mean. It is a weird blessing because, I mean, obviously humor gets them off the game. I mean, which Cam has great humor and everything. Thank you, Mr. Like Bean. Yeah, Cam, you got, you, you got a sense of humor. You should use it, right? Is that what you're saying, Mr. Bean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does and everything. And I mean, it's I wasn't trying to kiss his ass a little bit earlier when I was saying that he was eccentric, but it's like. <laughs> oh, I didn't. That's a compliment. <laughs> I didn't get that as a compliment. You know, he's more of an eccentric type of person. And when, you know, 
He's uh, more high strung and very um, what the fuck? Well, young. So I mean, it's like you know, here I am in my fifties, and he's, I'm thirty, you know, Bean. Oh, I know. All right, right. So I mean, he's still young. He's still. a kid. He's a pisher. At this point, you'd think that some of the eccentricity would leave me. Well, I don't know if we'd call it eccentricity. It's it's called being just an odd character. He's trying to be. Oh, he, come on, mom! Give him a break. Well, yeah, he, give wait, him a break. He, he, Mr. Bean. He's socially skilled. He sees a beautiful yeah. woman that he's attracted to. She's got the same sense of humor. She's sitting on a bench, and instead of walking over there, he freaks out and walks out. You, you know what I did? Actually, I ended up making a video, like a misconnection video, and putting it on my Instagram. And I said, if anyone knows this girl who's standing at the UCB tonight, wearing that, a white top with the shorts. Let me yeah, know. I, think I saw that. Yeah, I it, saw that. It, yeah, you saw yeah, that. I and, saw that and, too. And some people shared that. Did she let you know? No one got in touch. Oh, no one got in touch. But there were Bigger some shot. big people in the UCB community sharing that shit. And that is, you know, I kind of meant it a little bit as a joke, but it did come off as very sincere. I saw her face. That's exactly what happened. In a crowded yeah, yeah. room. I, you know, I want to get Lisa in here. Lisa, Lisa, do you want? Will you will you call in and join this conversation? Because you were talking about uh, when he finds his awkward little match, it will work. And yeah. I want to hear more about that shit. Yeah, Cam's got to find an awkward little. I need match. some of that hope, Mister Bean. What kind of woman do you think Cam should go after? I mean, knowing him the way you do. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You're making it like we're gay lovers. We're not kids. <laughs> as much as you would like it to be, Lisa. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey! I appreciate that that uh, those words of motivation and affirmation. I, I just think whenever you find the person that where you get each other, it'll happen. It may it might be the one in the million, but there's somebody <laughs> out there. <laughs> <laughs> the needle in the haystack. Jim, it will... you're, you're gonna find the prize, the diamond. There's a diamond out there for you. I appreciate that. Did you was this the case for you, or was it pretty easy for you to find love? Oh no, I'm somebody who like I get friend zoned most of the time because I don't I don't fall in like I'm not a flirt naturally, and it basically I become friends with someone for a long time. Then I just wake up one day and I'm like, oh well, I'm attracted to you. Totally, Lisa. Oh. That's exactly how I met my husband. I gotta wake up some days. Yeah, you get no. You just gotta be a friend first. Maybe that's the key. Just be friends with someone, Making and some then friends. All, all of a sudden that that friendly thing turns into. Ooh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe if, you think that's the same for guys? Yeah, I, I think it would make more sense for women who are like more attracted to like the the personality and the than the the looks there. So it looks seems so important to guys. Am I making this up? I don't know, Mister Bean. Uh, no, I don't think he's making it up. Because I mean, it's like, you know, m- obviously men are men and women are women. I, I mean, <laughs> and sheep are sheep. You know. Yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's almost like, um, you know, when you go on your um, um, Miss Karen goes on her video, and it's like Ms. everyone sending, sending dick pics, and everyone is, you know, asking boob sizes and everything like that. And it's like, come on guys. It's like, here she is doing a video and it's, I mean, it's mind blowing and I don't blame you. Um, yeah, they, they're pretty obnoxious. You got a bunch of horny dudes on there. I got horny yeah, dudes yeah. sending dick pics, whacking off, asking oh revolting God. questions. And I got Mr. Bean defending me. 
<laughs> Bean, like, I did send a dick pic. I did send a picture of a stick man with a dick. Yeah, I, thank you. I saw that as well. Th- thank you so much, Mr. Bean, for, for yeah, defending my honor there. But no, no, no. I mean, that's the whole, and I mean, women, it's like, okay, you know, you know, guys are going to look at their boobs or, you know, whatever they look for in a woman, uh, you know, as far as body parts. And then it's like, you know, anything else is icing on the cake. You know, it's like the whole when Harry met Sally, can you be friends? Can you just be friends with the opposite sex or does it always turn into a sexual thing? I think it always turns. You're talking in a very heterosexual situation. I know. Talking heterosexual. Can men and women just be friends? Mr. Bean, weigh in. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think being friends is uh, the first there. I mean, you've got to, you know, it's like, you you know, like we said before, you know, the d- Tinder dates and all these other dates under the sun. And you're just like, you know, I might be uh, dating in the future serial killer that you might see on the front page the next day or. You might be married to him and then be saying, well, I need to get a cell down in the freaking jailhouse because I need to get out of the city. I don't know what the hell you just said, but my question is, can men and women just be friends without going into a sexual realm? What do you, what do you think, Lisa? Where are you talking about jail cells? <laughs> I'm just confused by the whole situation. <laughs> I got very confused. But Lisa, Lisa, seriously, can men and women just be friends or does it always turn into sex? Because I think what you're saying is when you start out totally friends and all of a sudden you find them something, you know, their little stomach is attractive where before it was like a turnoff. Uh, I don't know. I, I have lots of guy friends that are like my best yeah. friends. I actually and never thought anything of it. But everybody that I've been attracted to, they've always were my friends for a while first. Yeah, uh, that's when you really get to know them when they're not trying to hit at so you. So I got to make some they new be- friends. Cam just got to make they some be- new friends. They just become safe to me, I think it is. Oh. And then you let your guard down yeah. and you get your... Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting yeah. point. You know, my husband said that about me. We were friends for like a year. And then when we started having more romantic stuff going on, this was when we were in college... He's like, you used to tell me so much more when we were just friends than when now. Oh, wow. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, Lisa's a hero. Lisa's a hero. Lisa, Lisa gets it. <laughs> Mr. Bean, when, in your relationships, are you friends first or you just go right for the pussy? Uh, hmm, I'd go for all the above. Man. <laughs> Live right, die once, you know, that type of deal. I mean, tomorrow's not guaranteed. The next minute's not guaranteed for that matter. So I gotta yeah, start, I'm gonna start writing these sayings down and just putting them on T-shirts, Mr. Bean. Uh-oh. The Beanisms. Well, thank you guys very yeah, much for this has for been a fun combo, and we're gonna we're gonna hopefully think of ways that Cam can uh, not miss opportunities in the future. Yeah, I appreciate oh, your two cents, guys. He's gonna get opportunities. He's gonna get opportunities, and, and I mean, he's creative for all on all intenses, but it's um. You know, some people are not social media savvy or, you know, disconnections <laughs> on Craigslist. Yeah, maybe I should post to Craigslist instead of my Instagram. Is That's that even call. legal anymore to post on Craigslist? Uh, I, I thought know. they got rid of that whole thing. Anyway, take care. Uh, Love oh, you yeah. all. Yeah. Hey, let's wrap it up. Sing a song, kids. Uh, <laughs> Hold right. on. We have a we few more things. About to the birds and the bees. <laughs> The flowers in the trees and the sheep in Maine that are neighing and insane. 
Oh, that rhymed. That was good. That was oh good. The sheep God. in Maine that are made in insane. Fucking bean. All right. I'll sing. Just stay tuned. We're, 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 we got a we'll couple sing. more topics and then we're going to start singing away. We'll wrap it up soon. Talk to you soon, Mr. Bean. Love you, Bean. Are you back later? Love you. Megan says, uh, Cam, are you only willing to date women that live nearby? And that would be a yes. Yes, it's geographically undesirable to have a long distance right from the get-go. If you don't have to. I had long distance for four years. It was brutal. I, yeah, no desire for distance. It is tough. Um, all right. Well, on that note, Mother, I've, uh, Run I've out made of topics. myself seem like a very uh, desperado. And I think I have sufficiently... <laughs> uh, well, uh, at least you're not being pissy, as people said in the past. That's good. No, this is more emo today. You're lonely as fuck? Lonely AF. All right. So you guys, yes, text mom any solutions that you have for Cam. Lonely as fuck here in Los Angeles area. If you're geographically desired, he's open to meeting you. You know, I was a little hesitant to share those feelings because I I know when I hear people talking about being lonely, it just reeks of desperation. You're not desperate, though. But I figure other people have got to feel There's a difference between lonely and being alone. There you go. There's a big difference. Yeah, and I'm saying I'm lonely. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, I think the key here is that you have to just get out more. You can't just, and you have to let people know, hey, I'd like to be fixed up or go to places where people, you know, they, you have stuff in common. Be, the problem with these comedy venues are <laughs> you get weird people then and you don't want to be with a weirdo. Yeah, I definitely do. Oh, you want to be with a weirdo? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, I'm a weirdo. You're not a weirdo. Is he you a weirdo? You've just said even Mr. Bean said I was eccentric. Eccentrical. Eccentrical. I don't even know if that's a word, but you're not really. You're kind of normal. You just have some, uh, you know, the whole Buddhist side of you has to be fulfilled, and you also have this clown side that has to be fulfilled. So that you just got a couple. They're usually not the same. That's I think what maybe the problem is because if you got someone who's really. Uh, into the Buddhist side of you, maybe they're not into you. They don't have the humor side that you like. And if there's a humor side, maybe they don't get that whole like emotional, spiritual side that you love too. So maybe that's the problem. You just have to find like who said it, the diamond in the rough. Hmm. All right. Well, I appreciate all the your listening and your thoughts. And yes, text and your, mom if you got some more solutions for Cam and his uh, quest for a uh, llama. In your prayers. Thank you for your prayers. <laughs> Thank you for your prayers. And I hope I really hope this doesn't sound like a bit like a bitching desperado session and instead it you know it made some people feel a little less alone in their loneliness no i'm sure that's we're together a, a in our aloneness i'm sure that there are tons of people listening to this that feel the same way that you do yeah and if you do yes text mom and let us know and right mm-hmm. and lisa said i would think doing shows and podcasting would create opportunities he just needs his his right little awkward to come along Right, little awkward. You're looking for that right, little awkward. Megan says you are weird, but that's not bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Megan. Yeah, okay. Well, he's not like a broy kind of guy, which is good. You know, a lot of people don't like that. I don't like that. So, mother, you want to sing? Well, I'd just like to say that it, it would be great if you give us an iTunes review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts because that's how we get our name out there and it helps with the ratings and SEO uh, search and all that kind of stuff. And if that wasn't enough, we got one final comment from A. Furs who said, I was single until 31 and within a year I was pregnant with a boyfriend and two cats. There you go, A. Oh, wow. There you go. Two so cats. So signed to Abby. 
And Lisa says, I get lonely and I have a mate. It comes and goes. Everyone feels lonely. Doesn't mean awkward. Oh, they, that is, that's a fucking sweet comment from Lisa. Yeah, this I, is what I'm saying. I think our fans are all big hearted. I have I get lonely and have a mate. That's interesting. That's interesting to me, Lisa. I could, I could, I can relate to that. I can, I can that sometimes be lonely with a man. Are you telling man? me that even if I get a girlfriend, I might still be lonely? Yeah. Holy fuck. No, I mean, not all the time. It's, 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 I think people don't get relationships. Like what you said earlier about, well, I didn't know that my friends bickered. I thought they had like this perfect idyllic relationship. I always think it's the ones that do not communicate and the ones who fight, who don't fight. Those are the ones that end up separating mm. because they don't let their feelings out. Okay. And sometimes you are going to go through periods of loneliness where you just don't think the other person gets you. And then you come back to like, you have a great experience and you realize that that person does get you. So it's just like, not so it's fluid. It moves. Lisa says, I miss friends. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Your friend, I I miss friends too. Because sometimes the relationship can get in the way of your friendships. Yeah. It's not integrated. Yeah, and sometimes you move and to I, Los I Angeles I'm, and you have no friends here. I think typically I'm very satiated by my friends. Right. You know, and all my friends are traveling right now. So that's... Aww, know. I'm here. Thank you, mother. <laughs> I, I have a few more friends here, actually, so don't worry. All right. I, all well, right. Anyway. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please share this with a friend. Share this with someone. You'll be helping us. You'll be helping them. You'll be helping yourself. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and helping out with the little friendies. Love it. Love it. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.